this location for for um, just over a year now, and um, and but I started off here with a biennial, and I, I bought over like half of um, the initial the, well, what began as Museum Man, which was kind of you know um, the found um, debris of. Um, an old man whose apartment, or he must have died in that apartment, and so I moved into it. And um, what I found there, you know, because I mean, Berlin at that stage was going back to 96. I mean, it was still kind of like that rupture and that division between East West and, and moving into the East. Um, now that whole road, Castanian Alley, is just like become a boutique area. And when I first moved in there, there was only two shops and they were former DDR. One, one was an ice cafe and one was a sort of like junk shop, amazing junk. And so I moved into that and um, then I just found, you know, everything that had been left behind, there had been no respect left for it, you know, he'd obviously died without family or if he had family it had all been separated or ruptured because of the war or, or whatever. And then I found photographs of him from his childhood to, you know, his family, like old, and I've got some here, mainly I've left them in Berlin, those things, um, of like, almost like Victorian photographs and then of camping scenes on the Wannsee, which is like the lake within Berlin from 1933 as a very young man. and. Um, and then there's a sort of there's a gap, and it's a sort of strange gap. That's the wall. Um, there was one photograph I found in a frame of a of a woman, and, um, and it was sort of a silver-edged frame. And and I've noticed this a lot when I was got. This is going back now ten years, but because um, I started also, you know, I'd be you know finding things. There were gigantic skips on the street. You'd find frames. You'd find old books and and. Um, and um, a lot of the frames, and, and it was in his case too where I first noticed it, I thought that I wanted to kind of find out more about the woman uh, and saw if anything was written at the back. When I opened the frame, behind was maybe, maybe it was him um, dressed in uniform. And you found a lot of frames, so a lot of it was concealed, it was kept in the frame almost votively, and yet it was covered, it was concealed. In other words, it's sort of like a weird whitewashing like of, of a personal history. And so I started finding all these frames. Of course, I'd be opening them. And, and you know, 50% of the cases, they did have, you know, the man in uniform. And I thought, my God, that's just a whole history of a city. This one man is a history of a city. And, um, and for all the neglect that I saw and all the abandonment on the streets around that area, I mean, amazing things. I mean, you know, now boutique, high-end high, high sales stuff. Um, beautifully made things, Baker-like furniture from the 60s futurists, you know, Cold War futurism, beautiful stuff. Anyway, it's all been thrown away and skips all over the place. So, and that's how the Natural History Museum stuff that I'd found, that was all in skips outside the Natural History Museum. Um, so it was kind of like, you just had to go fossicking. I was just like going out day and night and just kind of like cleaning out the skips. And um, yeah, so I just decided to kind of conglomerate that and kind of like, rather than, and I've always left him an, an anonymous figure. The name has appeared, but I won't reveal that name because it kind of, out of respect for him, I won't do that. But at the same time, I, I kind of, by just sort of leaving him where he is somehow. I have, I, I, I think it's in one sense more respectful 
I mean, I might be wrong with that sort of, but that's my philosophy on it. And um, so that's how Museum Man began. It was a, it was a romantic gesture only because I just saw all the lives of of the Bellinists just scattered and destroyed, or a denial of their histories, a denial of their families' histories, and so it also became a, a thing where. It was, although the, that, that man was a central point of that collection um, and, and a desire to kind of hold on to him as that's the glue to everything else I found, um, because it was the city of Berlin, it was the history of Berlin, even in the meagre remnants that I'd found. So yeah, that's how Museum Man came together. So I was invited to, to Liverpool. Um, for the 2004 biennial, because I'd opened the space for artists who, in those days, um, um, a little different now. Um, if you're a younger artist or an unknown artist, especially a Berlin artist, you had no places to show. And it's still, there's still that bias in, and certain sort of elitism that goes on in Germany in the galleries because um, there's no money to be had there anyway. So if you're an artist, you have to go to Cologne or you have to hope that you can get into Geneva or whatever. Um, but, but luckily there are a few very committed um, gallerists or, or people of vision um, who have supported me along the way and I've supported them along the way and all I had was this apartment. I mean, essentially I was, I mean, it was water for lunch and fingernails for dinner. That's how I was living. Liverpool is kind of very similar in a way um, to Berlin. You know, you've got, you've got the East and the West trying to still reconcile, and it will, will be a generation or two, you know, the old adage of Berlin. But there's a sort of similarity between Liverpool and Berlin, and this is why I've been trying to cross-pollinate the artists and their dialogues, because although they're miles apart, I mean, in their cultural construct, at the same time, um, both cultures are completely like a glass that's been th thrown to the ground and fractured, you know, and um, and to kind of like stitch, stitch, you know, certain elements together, um, just it just brings about amazing results, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I, and and that's why I mean. Um, as we were saying earlier, I mean, to, to open this space and not to rarefy anything or, you know, like, you, you can't touch this or you can't touch that. I mean, it, it should be tactile and it should be organic. And if you want to pick up something, pick it up, you know. Um, and no, because, I mean, for all its sort of Rococo splendor, really, and I mean, it was saturation, it is saturation, it always will be, because that's my only... I, I have to work from a work to work off another work to make work off another work to, to become the whole that I can live in, you know. You know, that, that whole nurturing aspect of, of, of your mind. So you can, like, look over there and see, a, see you know, a, a Florida-based artist's work and then boom, and no matter all the cycle that's going on around you, you can stop the cycle by just having that one work to fall into. And so that's a real, um, again, a real pleasure for me. And so to be able to share that, and um, yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? It's my space, and I'm allowed to. <laughs> Nobody can tell me how I, I do or don't do it. I mean, that's the beauty of it, and, and to kind of like, you know, those hurdles, the bureaucratic hurdles that are kind of especially, I noticed, were thrown in Berlin in, in 96 up until 2000 and 
you know, until the government came in. And, okay, suddenly there was a bit of a boom in an investment because the government was moving in. I mean, um, I mean, you know, validation just wasn't there for the artists. I mean, and I'm, I'm talking about some really talented people. And, um, and just because their names weren't known abroad, where are they going to begin? You have to validate yeah. an artist and validate an artist's work, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, okay, maybe they don't sell, but their work is sane. And um, that's why I've tried to raise the platform here. And you know, I, I, you know, over the last year, and and to no detriment at all. I mean, I've loved it, but to kind of just kind of raise the platform where I've been able to with this project. Well, it's my life. It's not really a project. Um, I have. And so that's why with the biennial, you know, I, I still, you know, I, I, I had to build a kernel, obviously, but I mean, I still want it as an open door policy that people can come in and um, it's not finding that language. Sometimes it, that language is so strong, you know, it's already there. And, um, and, and sometimes when you offer a space up to, to people, um, that would normally be neglected or sidelined, and suddenly you're kind of giving them the, you know, just the respect um, to be able to show their work and and to kind of see how it works, how that communication, how that atmosphere is pervaded, and and whatnot, and and maybe walk away and say, no, I'm going to come back and I'm going to tweak it like this, or maybe I'm going to take that element all away from it and do that, and why not? Yeah, there's enough talent here. I mean, I've noticed a lot. A lot of money's been invested in the community arts, and and I mean, that, I mean that, that that's fine. I mean that's great too. But I'm I'm not taking away from that. But I mean it would be good to see you know, just a little more money trusted in the, the hands of the artists themselves, yeah, yeah. a little bit more risk taking or a little bit more bravery yeah. uh, on that front. Um, no, there's a, there's I, I think that there's um, at least from. Um, a bureaucratic level that, I mean, there needs to be a lot of reassessment of what goes on in this city. Um, and um, not to, to build an artificial limb for the 2008 and really sort of like, not really, in kind of like envelop Merseyside culture, um, which, you know, you get people from London, you know, and because I'm Australian and we're all bastard children of this part of the world, aren't we? So, you know, I get it. Um, but um, you know, you get people from London or the South, and um, and, they, and they kind of they kind of are the vulgar, you know, scousers and all that sort of shit. And it's like, well, have another look, have a closer look yeah, here, yeah, yeah. you know. Although you know, like the, the multinationalists that are kind of pulling down the heart and soul, like from Quiggan and so on. I mean, I mean, that's you know, that should be really looked at, really, really finely. Um, because that's, that's um, well, it's done now, but I mean, there's, I, I disagree with it because I, I mean, I, I, you can build whatever you want to build, but you shouldn't kind of rip away at the fabric that already exists. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, I mean, this, this space has a kind of a, it's a beautiful sort of like, it just has this kind of morphic resonance with the works and things like that, but like, it, you know, it, it, I always see the space that you're in. I've, I've kind of navigated so many spaces with with Museum Man itself is like taking the ready-made that's the building and using the ready-made then to develop the dialogue 
of the work and reinvent that whole dialogue all over again. So that's the challenge here. Yeah. And now I've accumulated so much fucking work. <laughs> I mean, beyond what I've got, you know, there is so much here, um, which I've really got to, really, I mean, I respect it. It is sacrosanct. And um, so I've got to really, I've got to really, um, that's that's the, the worrisome part of, um, oh, not worrisome, I mean, that's the wrong word, but that's the part that scares me, you know, just like nothing to, nothing dented, you know. Um, so, yeah, um, but um, hopefully that will not happen. Yeah. So, do you want to have a squizzy around? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Scary. <laughs> okay, John, two one. <laughs> I love this bit. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. That's too hot again. That was this the is bay, amazing. Hey, this the, the, the bay root out of wool. Oh yeah, there's um, there's like this bone was um a happy birthday card. Can you believe it? That was carved on the Isle of Wight during the interments. And then that the 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 dead um the dead bird was painted by a friend of mine, a German artist, Sandra. And then all these uh um just take this off for a tick. Um, all these are the butterflies from the Amazon, um, a gift um, given to me in Germany, in Berlin. And that is a, the chrysalis of the largest band butterfly in the world. And then all of these are, are different Amazonian, Amazonian. And then of course I had to put an aeroplane in too. I like this, this was one of the installations. Um, of that was up like it was wallpapered all these medical medical um, journals from Germany. I love I love my boxing. When I first moved in, he actually really haunted me. He really he he became palpable because there's two guys that live here. Seriously, there are two guys that other people have seen that I've never seen. But like there's shenanigans that go on which I kind of like. Um, uh, but but that's that's the space that was comfortable. Uh, okay. That is a real construct. That would be too long to go into. Okay. Seriously, too long. It's about the friendship and the relationship. Oh. I see what you mean, though. It is. It is. the history you like it's like there's a life it really do you know what I mean there is something that one it. here, it's, a, it's a really sort of a, um more, more that top this this seems to scare a lot of people really <laughs> <laughs> i had this one guy come in and i could you not and they quoted me in that independent article that was saying that um he came in and he had a fear of dolls and oh, yeah, yeah it was a young yeah. Young DJ, and you should have seen him.
come in here. It was fucking hysterical. I haven't laughed so much in a long time. I had tears coming out of my eyes. He just, he was in here for all of like less than a minute and he ran out. And I was like, oh shit, I wonder what it was. And then he, and then he texted me, I, I've got a fear of dolls. <laughs> it's not cool. something he'd admit to, really, is he? <laughs> on his CV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fear of dolls. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be good to do it in your life. Uh, yeah. The interesting part of it was when I was starting to take, especially that ball down, I'm sure I'm going to find more, and this was, um, was um, that it was, became an archaeological, I was like, oh, I forgot about that, oh, there was that exhibition, oh, there was that, you know, um, which is really cool, and there was something covering here, and now I'm finding sort of li little bits of flotsam from other exhibitions yeah. all, all in here. Um, Again, which is somehow weirdly all, all read off each other. Um, and again, under there, I can see all different different things that yeah. have slotted down. And so I'm kind of looking forward to taking this one apart. Getting off of the beer. Is that good on camera? And then those butterflies I actually got from um, that. They, they were from the Natural History Museum in um, in Berlin. In the skip? Berlin skip. Oh, you should see some of the things I got out of the skip. They're still in Berlin because they were too fragile, like um, skeletons of birds. But if I try to move them, they just fall apart. Amazing, because you don't realise how high up you are up here, do you? No. And on Rodney Street. Oh, the sunsets up there. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I'm going to this part because that's an amazing view. In any city, and, and like the liver birds. God, that's beautiful.